Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. I'm Rudy Maxa, your genial radio show host. Nice to have you here. I hope you're enjoying a, a summer weekend wherever you are. Uh, before I uh, tell you a little about the show and where we're coming from, I want to uh, uh, give a shout-out to the latest station to join the Rudy Max's World family. It's News Talk 1590, KVTA, based in Ventura, California. It's a station that serves a swath of great towns south of Santa Barbara, including Ventura, obviously, uh, Camarillo, Ojai, Santa Paula, and Fillmore, among some of the towns that receive the signal. I'm delighted to be on the air in such a lovely part of California. And I have little doubt that some listeners there are regulars of Mammoth Lakes, California, where I'm broadcasting from today. So welcome to News Talk 1590 KVTA and its listening community. It's nice to have you traveling with me every Sunday from 10 to noon beginning today. I am coming to you just off the lobby. You may hear some people playing pool in the background uh, from a very rustic lobby, though it's a very modern lodge, the Sierra Nevada Lodge, here high in the Sierra Nevada mountains in Mammoth Lake, Lakes, California. It's known for its skiing in the winter, but I got to tell you, it's stunning here in the summer. If you're a skier, you're probably familiar with Mammoth Mountain, but like many of the nation's finest ski areas, summer is just a stunning time to visit. We're talking world-class hiking and biking and golf and horseback riding and balloon adventures and other outdoor sports. This is my first time in Mammoth Lakes in the summer, and i got to tell you, there are bargain prices on lodging to be had, and I can imagine coming up, here, coming up here for a glorious week of fresh air, sunshine, and relaxation, as well as some good, clean, healthy exercise. I, unfortunately, have been working the three or four days I've been here. I can also imagine how beautiful the landscape is in the autumn. We're only about 45 minutes away from the entrance to Yosemite, uh, though passage, passage from here to Yosemite is closed in the winter and spring due to snow. But the topography here alone is breathtaking. There's even a lake here called Mono Lake that's seven times saltier than the Pacific Ocean. It's a summer home to seagulls that come to feast on its tiny brine shrimp. At Crowley Lake, you're going to find great white pelicans living here this time of year. And close by is Devil's Postpile National Monument featuring thousands of columns of basalt that were formed 100,000 years ago when a lava flow slowed and then cooled and cracked. Now, if you're getting the impression that I think of this as God's country, well, you're absolutely right. You can check it out yourself at visitmammoth.com. That's visitmammoth.com. So here's what's on the menu this hour. Uh, there are bears in the woods around here. And when a bear wanders into town or into someone's backyard here in Mammoth Lakes, who are you going to call? Well, the answer is the bear whisperer. His name is Steve Searles. He's star of his own Animal Planet series. We're going to meet Steve in a few minutes after some travel news. Then we'll look forward to winter and skiing when we talk with Joni Lynch from the Mammoth Mountain Ski Area. And as I mentioned, the first hour, Mammoth Lakes is a favorite uh, place for athletes to train because of the advantage that high altitude gives them. The town's about 8,000 feet above sea level. We'll meet one of those athletes, a long-distance runner and an Olympic marathon bronze medalist. Her name is Dina Castor. Plus, I'll have a couple deals of the week, but let's first take a look at some of this week's news in travel. Well, here in Rudy Max's world, we don't often think about the military-industrial complex, or we don't think about it as a major driver of travel dollars, but we should, apparently. The Pentagon and major defense contractors are saying they're cutting travel budgets by double digits as a result of the government's sequestration problems. There's simply less money to spend. 
Lockheed Martin, Boeing, and others are cutting back on hotel and airline expenditures, and you can be sure those industries will feel that. What does that mean to you and me? Well, possibly more sales to entice us to travel, maybe some higher fares, maybe even an empty middle seat now and then. Imagine that. Even so, United Airlines this week called back to work all the pilots still on furlough since the start of the recession. That's 600 pilots, and United is beginning to recruit more. When his father's luggage went missing after a flight last weekend at British Airways, Hassan Saeed took to social media to register his complaint and ask for help after receiving little assistance from the airline. But he didn't just post a Twitter tag with a hashtag fail British Airways. No, he spent $1,000 on Twitter's self-service ad platform and targeted New York and United Kingdom markets with his messages advising folks not to fly British Airways. Now, we've talked in the past on this show about the value of using social media to register complaints while traveling. But apparently British Airways doesn't quite monitor social media as closely as other travel companies. That tweet got picked up online and recirculated. It was eventually conventional on conventional media. Ten hours after it hit Twitter, BA finally got around to responding. Dad's bag was located and returned. Well, the whole thing's pretty interesting, but I frankly think Mr. Saeed would have been better off using that $1,000 to buy his dad temporary clothes, which he says he needed. It's not always the airline's fault when a bag goes missing. It could have fallen off a cart or conveyor belt, and until some airport employee spots it, it's considered lost. And since almost all bags that go missing are returned to their owners, I'm not sure this was a wise expenditure on Mr. Saeed's part. And by the way, if you received a tweet from someone you don't know suggesting you not fly an airline because it lost your bag, would you really not fly that airline? Okay. Well, it's no secret that Egyptian tourism has been hit hard since the fall of the Mubarak government. The country's already coming up about $400 million short a month in tourism revenue. But the most recent riots and killings hit the country even harder. I mean, you can't have 24-hour news channels covering riots and protests in your capital city for weeks over the course of two years without expecting visitors to shy away from your country. Airport arrivals dropped 40% in a single week, and tourists even fled the Red Sea resorts have been relatively untouched by violence. But the Egyptian tourism minister this week chose an unusual platform to appeal for visitors, YouTube. Perhaps he and Mr. Saeed ought to talk about their use of social media. The tourism minister, his name is Hisham Zazu, made a five-and-a-half-minute video in which he appealed to operators and others around the world to return to a partnership with Egypt in order to bring visitors back. Here's how he began. Dear friends and partners from the trade worldwide, tour operators and travel agents, I'm Hisham Zazua, the Minister of Tourism of Egypt. I'm sending this message uh, to you to ask you uh, to help us maintain our partnership the coming period as we always did. Egypt, after the 30th of June, witnessed a, a shift and a major political change. Unanimously, the people of Egypt requested to have this change and move adamantly on the path of democracy. That's the tourism minister of Egypt, Hisham Zazu, basically pleading in an unusual video on YouTube for tour operators and tourists to return to Egypt. For its part, Egypt Air has maintained an optimistic approach in its social media efforts. One recent tweet went this way, quote, Coffee in the morning in the sky has a special feeling. Retweet if you, ag retweet if you agree. And, quote, Good morning, which Egyptian city do you want to visit this summer? Unquote. That airline tweets in both English and Arabic, though English is its primary language when it comes to using Twitter. Step aboard many Hawaiian airline flights, settle into your coach seat, and you'll be offered an iPad mini as your entertainment on-demand option. The airline bought 1,500 of the smaller iPads and is offering them on 14 routes between Hawaii, mainland U.S., Asia, and the South Pacific on its Boeing 767s. 
Business class passengers get them for free. Coach passengers can reserve one at the departure gate for $15 or pay $2 more if purchased in flight. I'm Rudy Max. We'll be back in just a few moments. If you're not following me on Facebook, please do. Go to my fan page, Rudy Maxis, travel slash leisure. Uh, join me. We're trying to hit up to get up to about 3,000 likes, and you can help me if you go there. You'll find links to things we talk about in this show, and I often post uh, my observations during the week. Hope you enjoy it. All right, you're listening to America's Most Widely Syndicated Radio Travel Show. Rudy Max's World will be back after this break. We're coming to you today from Mammoth Lakes, California. Joining me here at the microphone in the lobby of the Sierra Nevada Lodge, the Bear Whisperer coming up next. Really, don't touch that dial. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Ever wonder how you can travel like a rock star at a fraction of the cost? Truth is, being lucky in travel takes a little research. Written by Reader's Digest, Travel Guard presents the Smart Spender's Travel Guide, your resource to hundreds of tips from Reader's Digest's popular travel articles. Learn what to pack, how to avoid expensive travel mistakes, and more. Request a free copy of Smart Spender's Travel Guide at TravelGuard.com. We need your email address. All travel advice in this guide is provided by Reader's Digest and as such does not represent the views or opinions of TravelGuard. TravelGuard is a licensed provider of travel insurance and assistance service plans. Learn more at TravelGuard.com. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864, extension 1. That's 866 866- 869-6864 extension 1 or order online at lmclinic.com that's lmclinic.com Hey folks, with summer vacation planning in full swing have you thought about travel insurance? Our loyal sponsor Travel Guard offers valuable coverage that travels with you and your family. Travel Guard's available 24-7 with several plans to choose from. Covering medical emergencies and evacuations, travel delays and trip cancellations, lost luggage and more Travel Guard's your lifeline away from home. Visit travelguard.com or rudymaxa.com Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. Searching for a great hotel deal? Go from online to on the road with America's Best Value Inn. Book a room and stay between August 15th and September 30th this year and save 10, 15, or even 20%. The longer you stay, the more you save. Plus, you'll enjoy free internet, continental breakfast, and HBO at most of our 1,000 hotels in North America. Visit americasbestvalueinn.com for details. With value in our name, you know you're getting a great deal. Done. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. It's 18 minutes after the hour. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. This segment is brought to you by our friends at Travel Guard, the primary, the principal travel insurance company in the United States. It's your go-to place for your travel insurance to cover all kinds of eventualities. Travel Guard's uh, hooked up with Reader's Digest to produce a free booklet that you can find online. It's called the Reader's Digest Smart Spenders Travel Guide. It's got all kinds of tips about how to save money on airfares, hotel, renter cars, how to travel smart, how to travel, well, just basically how to travel a little smarter. It's free. All you got to do is go to TravelGuard.com. That's TravelGuard.com and click on Reader's Digest Smart Spenders Travel Guide. 
We're coming to you live today from the Sierra Nevada Lodge, high in the Sierra Nevada mountains, in the gorgeous, gorgeous resort town of Mammoth Lakes, California. In the winter, it's known as a mecca of skiing, but I've got to tell you, I've been here for a few days now, and it's stunning in the summer. But I will tell you, in the forests around town, in the woods around town, there are bears. There are these critters. And I'm joined now by a man who knows all about bears. His name is Steve Searles. He's known as the Bear Whisperer. And in fact, that was the name of his series on the Animal Planet. And his job, well, his official job, is Mammoth Wildlife Control Officer. Uh, but again, most of his fans in the States know him as the Bear Whisperer. Steve, nice to have you on the show. Welcome back to Mammoth, Rudy. Nice to be here. Let's do a little background here. Are you from Mammoth? I've lived here um, going on my 39th winter, so a long, long time. And when you, what brought you here first, and what did you do when you came here? Quality of life. You know, I, I lived down in uh, the Bay Area, de- down in um, California, and uh, had an opportunity to move up here, jumped at it, and never left. What was the opportunity? Work, and again, uh, just a really high quality of life. Clean water, clean air, uh, great people, great music, and so um, you know, the a place air, for me. The, I'm a city boy. So I'm used to, I mean, I don't know what to do when it's fresh air. I get all dizzy. Uh, but I noticed particularly, this is my first time here in the summer, Steve, how sweet the air is. The pine fragrance, it's just unbelievable here in the summer. Yeah, if you blindfolded me, I know I was home just by the air. It's a great place to live. It is. So when, when you came here, did you have an experience in wildlife? Did you come here to work in the wildlife business? What Did you have another job totally different? I was a journeyman carpenter at the time, came here okay. to work. We were in the boom years, and... Um, Slowly, it uh, morphed into what I do today. And and how slowly? When did you begin working with wildlife? Uh, it's been in a few decades now. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> did a lot of work with coyote, raccoons. Um, it slowly got to be where there was more and more bears in town, and we need more and more management. And so um, I got to fill that role. And as I told you last time, I'm the luckiest guy you'll ever interview. Steve and I talked uh, two and a half years ago in the winter about about this. Uh, when you mention coyotes and, and other critters, as it were, is it all about keeping them away from the population and keeping the population away from them? You know, unfortunately, that's um, uh, uh, what a lot of people portray it to be. Our town is in the middle of paradise. Uh, there's all kinds of animals that live here. Um, the idea that I take them out of town is just not correct. They're our neighbors. They're locals here in Mammoth. They live with us, amongst us. And all I need to do is keep the peace between the two-legged and the four-legged animal. And you also are concerned, I know one of your principal concerns is uh, keeping visitors and, and residents for that, anybody, from feeding these animals and getting them acclimated to civilization, human civilization. Yeah. Our message, and if you've seen the sticker, uh, Mammoth, Don't Feed Our Bears, it's just that simple. You can coexist, enjoy seeing wildlife, as long as you don't give them the food. So it's, um, you see books on this, you see all kinds of pamphlets and literature that, that are put out. Our message is really simple. Don't feed them, and you can live with them. And is that an ongoing problem? Is it because there are newcomers who haven't heard that message? You know, people, uh, millions of people come from all over the world to enjoy our community, and uh, they don't know and they don't mean the harm that they create. But um, this uh, direction, this education to the tourists will never be over with. And so I'm a lazy man trying to accomplish a, a hard job. Uh, working with the bears, they're one of the most intelligent animals uh, in North America. And so I'm there from the time they're born till the time they die. Um, I'm with them every single day. They know me, and so it's really easy to teach bears. Really difficult to teach people. I'll never start. Uh, <laughs> I'll never stop trying, but um, it's it's a lot easier to teach the bears. What kind of bears are we talking about? 
out here? We only have black bears in the state of California. We shot the grizzly bear to extinction in 1928. Yeah, proud moment, I'm sure. Um, okay, so you said you know these bears. Do you have you given them names? Do you actually really know individual bears? Yes, sir. Um, the other day, I started my day at 10 o'clock in the morning. I had worked late, and by 5 o'clock in the afternoon, I was with 11 bears just in downtown Mammoth. So it's quite intimate. It's a very small town, and um, I know each bear individually, and that's how I roll. That's incredible. Well, I mean, occasionally there's a new bear when a new bear is born, but you know its parentage? You know... Right. We do have a sow with three right now, a sow with two, and a sow with one. So we have six spring cubs. I'll get to know those bears as they mature. Because but they stick close to their mothers. You know who their mother is, so you can correct. figure out, so you can identify all of them. Two full seasons, they'll be with their mother. So um, I know their mothers really well, and hopefully we'll keep uh, um, keep the direction going with those being good bears. But we we don't have new bears walk into our community because the habitat is full. The local bears um, keep other bears from working into the community. So we kind of have the fox guarding the hen house here in Mammoth. And do you know approximately how many bears are in the local communities, you call it? I'm working with 26 right now. 26, okay. That's not, so you can remember their names. Do you name them? Um, it, I know that makes them sort of almost yeah. like pets. Yeah, it, it, it's a hard thing. We don't name them uh, names like Bob and Susie and Joe. <laughs> right. uh, we name them by their physical attributes. So myself, the community, the police officers here in town that I work with can identify like the what, bears what would individually. Be a uh, one ear, um, half nose, uh, blacky, brownie, oh, red, big red, those kinds of things so that we can keep track of the bears. My guest is Steve Searles. He's a Mammoth Wildlife Control Officer here in Mammoth Lakes, California. One of the more unusual jobs in the United States. Uh, you may have seen him on his series on Animal Planet called The Bear Whisperer. And let's talk about whispering to bears. You said that yesterday you dealt with, you interacted with 11 bears. And why did you need to interact with them? I mean, I know each one's a different story, but give us a couple right. examples. We have all different kinds of calls. Sometimes they're welfare checks on small cubs. People are worried about them. Uh, other times they're up on somebody's deck like yesterday. People have left uh, the trash can unlocked, left food in their vehicles, something like that, that I need to come over and educate the people or educate the bear. And how do you educate a bear? Um, I believe in spanking. Um, if, you, if I give them verbal, uh, verbal commands and they do what I say, we're good to go and we clear the call. If they don't want to do what I say, we believe in uh, non-lethal or aversive conditioning of bears. So myself and all the police officers in town are equipped with uh, rubber bullets, flashbang devices, beanbag rounds, all different types of devices to, to let that bear know um, what he's doing wrong and done correctly, he won't repeat that behavior again. Really? And when you say you use verbal commands, are these standard in verbal commands for what, go away? or Just like many of your listeners have dogs, their vocabulary of their dogs probably 20 or 25 words. Mm -hmm, right. um, people tease me, but they call me the bear whisperer because I speak to bears. I think we um, do them a disservice not to realize that they have a, a vocabulary of their own, not just in their language, but in ours. So if I tell a bear to stop it, he stops it right then. People are fascinated and think I'm Daniel Boone or something. Do you say stop it? You bet. Um, so you're speaking English, there, so you're not stop, just making sounds. Get right. Get out of there, so, stop. Sure. And, um, and, and, and the bear does it right away, and that's what they make TV shows about. But, it, it, again, we're doing them a disservice. Everybody in Mammoth that's lived here for a while talks to the bears that way I do. And, um, and, really? And, yes. And so I, I think it's really quite simple. And, um, uh, again, I think the bears have a, a pretty good vocabulary when you're born and raised and live in downtown Mammoth Lakes. 
Is this a seven day a week job? I work seven days a week. Last uh, year I went seven months without a day off. So I am kind of a control freak. Uh, my average response time is probably less than three minutes. It's uh, again, a small town. So if a bear is goofing off or into the back of a pickup truck or something, the next thing they're gonna see is me. And um, if they can't get with the program, I'm gonna teach them to. The program. Is, is, any injuries from bears here? We've had uh, two people nipped in the last, I don't know, 50 years. Uh, both of them were just tiny nips, no medical okay. attention needed, yeah. All right, and uh, I gather, I mean, I'm just guessing from what little I know from grade school about bears that they do hibernate in the winter. Is that your time off pretty much? You bet. Um, here in Mammoth, uh, it can snow a, a huge amount of snow. At this elevation, uh, the den time could go up to six months. Really? So, during the summer and especially right now this is um their feeding frenzy they're putting on the weight to, to make sure that they can survive uh being under the snow for all those months so you can go four or five months without seeing a single bear very likely and but. do you know where their dens are yes sir how do you know that because you follow them i or? follow the bears i'll go into the den check on them uh see how it's going see if there's any newborns that type of thing and what are dens here Cat caves or the caves is probably the least likely den situation in mammoth there is two that are often used but um there's wonderful um known dens to the bears all throughout our community but yep a cave is the least likely that they use Steve Searles is the Bear Whisperer. He's a Mammoth Wildlife Control Officer here. You can go to thebearwhisperer.com for more information. We'll be right back after this break. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Ever wonder how you can travel like a rock star at a fraction of the cost? Truth is, being lucky in travel takes a little research. Written by Reader's Digest, Travel Guard presents the Smart Spender's Travel Guide, your resource to hundreds of tips from Reader's Digest's popular travel articles. Learn what to pack, how to avoid expensive travel mistakes, and more. Request a free copy of Smart Spender's Travel Guide at TravelGuard.com. We need your email address. All travel advice in this guide is provided by Reader's Digest and as such does not represent the views or opinions of TravelGuard. TravelGuard is a licensed provider of travel insurance and assistance service plans. Learn more at TravelGuard.com. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864, extension 1. That's 866-869-6864, extension 1. Or order online at lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. It's 33 minutes after the hour. I'm Rudy Maxa. You're in Rudy Maxa's world. And if you are a new listener or if perhaps you're new to this show, perhaps you're listening uh, uh, in the Ventura, California region, KVTA, News Talk 1590 KVTA, just joined our family of stations today. Nice to have you with me. This is a show all about travel, and this is a special edition because I'm not doing this from the studio as usual. I'm doing it from a remote location, 
in all senses of the word. It's Mammoth Lakes, California, high in the Sierra Nevada mountains. I'm coming to you from the Sierra Nevada Lodge, which is right downtown in Mammoth, a town of about 8,000 full-time residents, but uh, just one of the most gorgeous places on earth. I've been here in the winter, and it's stunning for skiing. I'm, this is my first visit in the summer, and it's equally stunning. I'm delighted to be joined by Joni Lynch. She is the Mammoth Mountain Ski Area Communications Director, and I wanted to talk to her about the mountain because it's coming up. I know it's only early September. This mountain opens unusually early and stays incredibly late at times open. You get so much snow here. What is, what's your average season? But then tell us about uh, some exceptional ones, Joni. Well, you're correct. It's unusual for a resort in California to have the length of season that we have here in Mammoth. We are typically one of the first resorts in the country to open, certainly the first in California. Our scheduled opening date for the season is November 7th. So it's the second Thursday, first Thursday in, in the month. Uh, we've been able to hit our opening day every day that we've planned them for years on end. Um, and our, we close as late as 4th of July. I can't, that's just incredible for a ski resort in America to close as late as 4th of July. I mean, that's, you know, you're almost into fall there, for goodness sake. That's right. And our seasons typically go as long as Memorial Day. And people ask why in California, how can you possibly do it? Our elevation is really the biggest game changer for Mammoth here. Our uh, summit elevation is at 11,000 feet. We're the highest resort in California. And we get a tremendous amount of snow here. Um, And second to that, our ownership likes to have fun. And if we have snow around, we're going to be skiing on it. Okay. Easy to get to. Certainly during the winter, there are more flights. Uh, there's, there are year-round flights out of Los Angeles on Alaska Airways, or Airlines. Excuse me. There are a couple flights a day from San Francisco in the winter, a couple from San Diego, one from Orange County. And did I miss anything? Uh, I think you got it. That, those okay. are the routes. So those, that winter flight service kicks in December 19th. And we will have five flights a day coming into Mammoth, and it uh, makes it really easy to get here. Okay. So the mountain. Um, I described, uh, and many of our listeners might not have heard it uh, at the beginning of hour one, uh, the amount, the percentage of blue, uh, large percentage of blue and green uh, slopes, so there's no lack of black diamonds either. Um, Sell me on this mountain. I'm a skier, and I've never been to Mammoth Mountain. Uh, what's so great about it, Joni? One of the best things about the ski area is the natural layout of the terrain here. It really is a skier's mountain, and it stands alone in the in the range up here. It looks different than any other resort, and the percentage of, of skiable runs are, there's 30% beginner terrain, 40% intermediate, and 30% advanced, and the way the mountain lays out, that 30% of beginner terrain is generally at the bottom of the slope. Okay. The middle range of the mountain, that 40% is all intermediate, and the 30% that's advanced is up high, so it's very natural progression. There's a lot of open bowls and open space, so you see what you're going to get into. You're not going to come up on any surprises, really, in Mammoth. When you're riding the lift, you can see what type of run and what type of terrain you're in for. There's not a lot of surprises. What uh, Are there long lines at the lifts during prime time in the summer? Prime time. Oh, excuse me, in the winter, excuse me. Prime time in the winter, um, you know, Christmas holiday and presidents, there are a couple of lifts where people are moving across the mountain where you might encounter a line. But the lift lines these days, let's be honest, they, you know you might wait in line for 15 minutes. That's a long lift line now. Back when I started skiing, lift lines were 45 minutes to an hour. Right. And what does an adult lift ticket cost if you buy it the day you're skiing? $99. Okay. And are there advantages to buying now? There are advantages to buying in advance. You can save up to 10% when you purchase your lift ticket 14 days in advance advance. What about right now? Uh, right now, uh, our tickets actually aren't for sale yet, if you can oh, believe okay. it or not, but right, okay. a- any day, because we know skiers are getting ready. And uh, you also have a mountain bike park. That, that's not open in the winter, is it? No, that's not open in the winter. That's the, right now. That's right now. The mountain bike park is on the same terrain as the ski area, um, but don't be fooled. You don't ride your bikes down the same area that you ski down. There's a, a network of 70-plus miles of single-track trails around the resort, and you don't even have to do the pedaling. So we'll take you up on the gondola or on a shuttle bus, and you can ride your mountain bike down. 
Oh my goodness! You don't even now. Do some people ride up? Absolutely, some people ride up. It's a but tough more, town, Mammoth Lakes. That's right. More people ride down though. And and the, there's there's a huge array. I mean, having driven around here, a huge array of lodging. I'm play, I'm staying in a uh, condo development called Snow Creek, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of hotels, including this one. About 150 hotels here, I think, in this hotel alone. And. Uh, the Sierra Nevada Lodge. So there's no lack of that. You have a, a secondary mountain that apparently was closed for a year for some re, reinvigorating, so to speak. And, and it's called June Mountain. That doesn't mean it opens in June. It's called June Mountain. Uh, give us a minute on that. That's correct. So June Mountain is a, a resort that's 20 miles to the north of Mammoth. It's about a 20-minute drive in the wintertime. Um, it is a resort that uh, Mammoth Mountain Skiery had purchased uh, back in the late 80s from an individual who was running it on his own. And we purchased it. Originally, our founder, Dave McCoy, was hoping that we could connect the two resorts because they connect as a crow flies. It's not that far. Uh, we did have to close the resort last year due to some financial reasons, and uh, we were trying to really posi- find a better position for June. June is reopening this December 14th, um, and uh, to the cheers of the community, there's a, a place a lot of people love to go skiing. It's a very different experience from Mammoth. Because? Uh, it's how, how? It's quieter at June. Um, it's, it's a sm- smaller resort, but there's plenty of great terrain, lots of groomed runs. We're doing some uh, unique things this year with pricing. Kids 12 and under will ski at June for free this year. Ooh, that's nice. That is nice. We're really ramping up our ski school experience over there. So we really see June as a great place to get people into the sport. And, um, and it's a great day trip for Mammoth. The website for Mammoth Mountain is? MammothMountain.com. And is there a link to June Mountain on that page? You bet there is. Okay, so not hard to find. Uh, Joni, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, Joni Lynch is the Mammoth Mountain Ski Area Communications Director. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's World is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Guys, you've heard about Ageless Male, the natural supplement that helps boost free testosterone levels. But now, the best testosterone product is even better because for a limited time, you can try Ageless Male free. That's right. Call now and you can boost your free testosterone levels with Ageless Male for free. You only pay shipping and handling. Just call 1-800-497-9606. Ageless Male can help you feel more like you used to in your active life and in your romantic life. Because our formula has been clinically shown to increase your drive, desire, and performance. If you're ready to recapture that drive from your youth, now is the time to try Ageless Male with this free bottle giveaway. You must call now because this free offer is for a limited time only. Just call 1-800-497-9606. 1-800-497-9606. Hey folks, with summer vacation planning in full swing, have you thought about travel insurance? Our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, offers valuable coverage that travels with you and your family. Travel Guard's available 24-7 with several plans to choose from. Covering medical emergencies and evacuations, travel delays and trip cancellations, lost luggage and more, Travel Guard's your lifeline away from home. Visit TravelGuard.com or rudymaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864 extension. 
extension 1. That's 866-869-6864, extension 1, or order online at lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com. Searching for a great hotel deal? Go from online to on the road with America's Best Value Inn. Book a room and stay between August 15th and September 30th this year and save 10, 15, or even 20%. The longer you stay, the more you save. Plus, you'll enjoy free internet, continental breakfast, and HBO at most of our 1,000 hotels in North America. Visit americasbestvalueinn.com for details. With value in our name, you know you're getting a great deal. Done. Do you or someone you know have an overseas trip coming up? Perhaps a college student preparing to study abroad or someone planning a honeymoon or trip of a lifetime. Why not get a feel for the place by ordering one of my DVDs? From Paris to Hong Kong, Tokyo to Tuscany, I've made more than 80 shows on the world's great destinations. Knowing a bit about the history, culture, people, and cuisine of a city or region beforehand can enrich any trip. Just click on store at www.maxa.tv to sample my DVDs. That's maxa.tv. And check out the new Blu-rays as well. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. 43 minutes after the hour in Rudy Maxa's world. Nice to have you here to talk travel this weekend. I hope you'll join me every weekend, same station, same time. Coming to you live. It's a special show today. We're coming to you live from Mammoth Lakes, California. Uh, one of the most gorgeous spots in the United States, one of the most gorgeous in California. And that's saying a lot, by the way, because California is quite a beautiful state. But we're up in the mountains, uh, high, high to about 8,000 feet just here for the town. The mountain, the skiing mountain that's famous for its long winter seasons, about 11,000 miles high. And a lot of athletes like training here because the altitude gives them a little advantage over uh, competitors who are training without that uh, in, 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 in Thicker oxygen, Dina? Is that the, I know what we say thin air. I don't know if we ever say thick air. It's definitely thin air up here, and it's it's worth every step. I When I was looking at a place to train professionally, I looked at where all the world records and gold medals came from, and every gold medal and world record from the 800 meters up to the marathon came from an athlete who lived and trained at altitude. And this Mammoth Lake's running paradise, so this is where we chose. Let me introduce my guest who I should have already. Her name is Dina Castor. She is an Olympic marathon bronze medalist. She lives and trains in Mammoth. And uh, Mammoth Lakes, and I gather you did you move here because of the altitude? I absolutely moved from? here during the um, for the altitude. I, I lived in Southern California, was raised there, uh, went to school at the University of Arkansas, lived lived in Colorado for a few years, and then my husband and I had both had great experiences coming up in the summer months um, to Mammoth Lakes with high school teams. So uh, this is where we chose to live. So you've been running for a long time. Yes, and Andrew and I have lived here for 13 years, and uh, like I said, we we actually traveled the world quite a bit for for running and races and clinics, and we haven't found a place that we like better. Now, Dina may sound like she's 18, but she's not. I just met her two-year-old daughter. May I ask how old you are? Because this will give hope to all of us. I just turned 40 this year, and I'm actually um, running to celebrate it on Monday with a group of friends. We're going to run out to Thousand Island Lakes and back. It's an 18-mile run, and um, I really look forward to sharing the Sierras with my friends the, the only way I know how to celebrate, which is after, with a good run and good food afterwards. But you're also still competing. Absolutely. I, I think um, running is more of a lifestyle, so I definitely um, think that I'll be doing this till the day I die. I, uh, I'm old friends with a woman named Diana Nyad, who just uh, swam without a shark tank from Cuba to 
to Key, Key West, Florida, and I'm, she's, she's my age. I, she's even older than I am, I think. I'm about to turn 64. I think she's, she was about that. That um, was such a heroic effort. I think uh, everyone, whether you're an athlete or not, can appreciate the feat that she just accomplished and the discipline she had to continue going after it year after year. Well, I'm, I'm delighted to hear that, uh, it, I mean, 40 to me, of course, is young, but to some people that's old for a, a competitive runner. When did you win your Olympic medal? What year? Um, in 2004, in the Athens Marathon, I oh. won the, the bronze medal, and it was my um, second of three Olympic teams. And you hold a lot of records. From the, the 5K up to the marathon, and I guess when you're at it for, for so long, you can acquire a lot of accolades. So. I think you're being a little too modest because I think a lot of your competitors have been at it for as long as you have, don't you? You? Yeah, and like I said, running is a, is a lifestyle. They just so don't have the all... mammoth, uh, uh, mammoth Lakes advantage. Yes, and we actually, in the Mammoth Track Club, we have 12 Olympians that have lived and trained here no. for, for track and field. So it's quite an extraordinary group, an exclusive group that lives and trains here. It's also a general, general membership. So we have about 100 runners that meet um, uh, year-round um, on Tuesday mornings at our beautiful track and field facility that just got completed last uh, November. So we have quite a facility here from our beautiful trails to beautiful roads to run on, long, long hilly roads, and then the track and field facility that's also here, a synthetic infield, synthetic turf. We saved 31,000 tires from landfills to, to do the pour of the track and also the infield. So we're pretty proud of that facility. Well, I'm just a city boy from the Plains in the Minnesota-St. Paul area and from the Great Plains area. And I got to tell you, I am still, I've been here three days now, I still get winded walking up the flight of stairs in my condominium. That actually happens to everyone. When I have to run upstairs to get Thank the phone, I think, feel better, I think Dina. to myself, I'm a professional athlete and I, and I can't even answer the phone oh, wait, without it even gasping happens to for you? breath. Yes, no, of I don't course. believe it for a second. <laughs> I don't believe it for a second. What, how, uh, do you run every day? I run every day, twice a day, except Sundays, which is a long run, anywhere from 18 to 25 miles on, on Sunday. But um, the height of a week could be 140 miles at the um, log. What do you do in the winter? The, the winter is so easy to train here. We can either get on crampons or snowshoes or, um, or studs on the bottom of our shoes and head up to the lakes basin and run up there. Or we. What, what, do, you, what do you mean you run in crampons? How do you do that? Yeah, it's, it's so fun. It's really a good way to appreciate winter <laughs> being a runner. Or we can drive 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes down the mountain, depending on the and storm, the and we're in the dry desert, so it's very easy to live and train here. There, you, And your knees are just fine? Absolutely. <laughs> Dina Castor, you can read more about her at her website, which is Dina, D-E-E-N-A, D-E-E-N-A, Castor is a K-A-S-T-O-R, dinacastor.com. Uh, you can follow her on Twitter at Dina Castor, D-E-E-N-A-K-A-S-T-O-R. Well, Dina, I wish you much luck in your big uh, run with your friends, and uh, just keep on keeping your inspiration to us all. Thank you, and thanks for visiting. And what a great, uh, what a great uh, endorsement of Mammoth Lakes if you're athletically inclined. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. Stick around. We come back. I'm going to have some deals of the week for you. Don't touch that dial. We're coming to you from Mammoth Lakes. We'll be right back. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World, coming to you from uh, the beautiful town of Mammoth Lakes, California, high in the Sierra Nevada Mountains. I'm just off the lobby right next to the 
uh, beautiful bar at the Sierra Nevada Lodge here right downtown. I'll tell you, we got a deal coming up for them in a minute. Let me just do one news item. If you've ever imagined you want to own an airline so you can fly for free and all your friends can fly for free, you might want to think twice about that. Now, airline stocks have surged the last nine or ten months. But the chief economist for the airline's trade group says the company, country's top 20, 10 carriers have only moved from razor-thin to paper-thin margins so far this year. Those airlines, all combined, reported a net profit of $1.6 billion for the first half of this year, says John Heimlich, the economist. Well, that's 400 more than the same time last year, but it raised net profit margins only, considering all 10 airlines, to an average of 2.1%. That's a pretty thin margin profit. The profitability airline, Heimlich says, is incredibly dependent on the price of airline fuel. A swing of 20 cents per gallon in fuel costs would have wiped out that entire profit. And in an ominous sign for airfares, fuel prices have risen by 26 cents per gallon since the first half of the year that ended the last day of June. So what does that mean to us? Well, you never know. Maybe slightly higher fares going up if the fuel prices stay up. Uh, stockholders, uh, stock buyers haven't minded, though. Most airline shares are up significantly this year. Listen to this. Spirit Air is up 77% this year. Delta's up 70%. Alaska's gained 41%. Southwest, 29%. U.S. Airways up 20%. JetBlue has risen 10%. Let's do some deals of the week. Well, I should start with one right here where I'm sitting at the uh, Sierra Nevada Lodge in downtown uh, uh, Mammoth Lakes. It's a great location. You're within walking distance of lots of stores and uh, cute restaurants, even a sort of small shopping area. You can catch public transportation, uh, of course, up to Mammoth Mountain, but also around uh, around to lakes and bike paths and walking paths. You can even take a bike up to the top of Mammoth Mountain and hurdle down at breakneck speed if you'd like. It's a fall special that ends the end of September. You can book it now. It's 20% off the nightly rate. Listen to this. Accommodations start at 129 a night, excluding tax of about, uh, and a tourism assessment fee of about 14%. There is no resort fee. So you can book now through the end of September. Just go to the website, sierranevadaresort.com, and you can find out. Generally speaking in Mammoth Lakes, Snow Creek Resort is a a collection of uh, gorgeous condominiums. I'm staying in one right now. And they're going to give you 50% off a five-night midweek stay through December 12th, excluding the Thanksgiving week. So you've got to arrive on a Sunday, depart Friday. This includes free use of the Snow Creek Athletic Club, which is quite spectacular. You can find this at visitmammoth.com under special offers. In fact, there are a dozen other special offers. So if I've enticed you to consider a visit to Mammoth Creeks, go to visitmammoth.com. Dot com and check out under special offers about a dozen of them. Nationwide, National Rental Car kicks off its biggest bargain. This is, this is the best and the most uh, generous rental car deal. It's good between September 9th and January 31st. Every time you rent a car for at least two days, you get a free day. You can register. You'll find registration link and details at my Facebook page, Rudy Maxa Travel Slash Leisure. Now, if you've always wanted to fly to Europe in business class, if you can get yourself to New York, you'll find yourself an amazing deal. It's being brought to you by an airline called Open Skies. You may not be familiar with it because it's an all-business class airline. It's part of British Airways, uh, but it's an all-business class airline that started in 2008. It's got a premium plus and a premium economy class that really, really is uh, light years ahead of everybody else's. It's two-by-two seating with 47 inches of legroom, decent meals, and fast-track security treatment when you get to London. Excuse me, to Paris. This is a New York to Paris flight. Business class, $1,245 round trip, including all taxes and fees from New York's Kennedy or Newark airports to Paris orally. 
That's an even lower than the great fare I mentioned that Open Skies was offering uh, in the last few weeks. Here's the deal. You've got a book by September 12th, okay? September 12th, that's coming up soon. But your travel window is wide. There's two of them, October 27th to December 12th and January 9th to March 27th. You can fly Monday to Thursday as long as you stay over a Saturday night. Business class round trip, New York's Kennedy or New York Airport to Paris Orly, $1,245, including all taxes and fees. Great deal. You can find it at flyopenskies.com. And if you happen to live in Los Angeles, you might not think in mind, or in Southern California anywhere, you might not remember that Air New Zealand operates a nonstop between L.A. and London Heathrow. They've got a business class fare sale of $3,887 round trip. That's about $2,000 below what its competitors are offering. It's a seven-day advance fare. It's valid for travel between September 17th and October 31st if you purchase your ticket by Monday, September 9th. That's Monday. Okay? Go to airnewsandlean.com and check it out. Wyndham Rewards has got a promotion for their Howard Johnson's brand. It's called Happy Monday. Are Mondays ever happy? I don't know. You're going to get $25 uh, off. Uh, uh, you're going to get a $25 gas card for reservations that are done on Monday between now and September 30th. Just use the promotional gold code SBN. It's good Sunday through Thursday until October 3rd. All right, we're coming to the end of the hour here in Rudy Max's world. Uh, it's been a fast couple hours, and I thank you for joining us. We're coming to you from, I've come to you from Mammoth Lakes, Colo uh, California. I keep wanting to say Colorado. I don't know why, because I'm used to skiing in Colorado, but the skiing here is great. If you find more information about it, go to mammoth, visitmammoth.com, and you'll learn all about it. I want to thank uh, the folks who have made this possible. That would include the folks at uh, Snow Creek who have put me up, uh, the Sierra Nevada Lodge, site of our broadcast, and its general manager, Brent Truox, John Erty, Adina Ingram, Whitney Lennon, Michael Vanderhurst from Mammoth Tourism. My engineers are Jeff Ryder and Brian Nowles. I want to thank Janet DeAcevedo, my executive producer. I'm Rudy Maxa. See you next week. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.